Hello. Hi. <laughs> the transcription thingy has such a hard time with us. It's hilarious. At least we're speaking English. At um, least. Majority of the time. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this is Jessica. This is Elsa. And this is the I2 podcast. So we're doing a quick mini up on moms for Mother's Day. Love you, mom. <laughs> Listen in. So Fiesta kind of, you know, destroyed us. <laughs> Full on Fiesta recovery mode. Yeah. Um, and then when I looked at the calendar, I realized that we didn't have a Mother's Day episode. <laughs> um, so we reconvened. Um, and yeah, just to kind of do a large muy muy moment for yeah. our moms. Yes. Um, entertain them while I go turn off this door. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, thank you guys for tuning in because without you listening, we wouldn't have a podcast to record. So we appreciate that. And um, all the comments and you guys interacting with us online is beyond what we could ask for. So thank you. Yeah. It's great. I think it's just kind of nice having, like, people that relate. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but it's just like whenever we share memes or just photos of our craziness, it's like, oh, I get it. We're all in the struggle together. The struggle <laughs> is real. I feel like April was the longest and shortest month. Oh, kind of like January was don't even four, get four me months started. ago. There was nothing long about April except for the lines to get chicken on a stick. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Topical. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Let's talk moms. Yes. Who wants to go first? My mom, her name is Elsa as well, and um, sometimes she identifies more with Queen Elsa than <laughs> than the actual Queen Elsa from Frozen, because yeah. um, she's the best. And I would say that she is the epitome of classy, sassy, un poco badassy. Good lord. She is. She is. She's true. like super, I remember growing up, and she was, I know I mentioned this in the beauty um, episode, but she was like very glamorama when I was growing up, and now that she's retired, she worked really hard for so many years. What did she do? She worked as a medical transcriber, and then she was a clinic manager for the ER. Oh wow! Um, so she pretty much babysat the doctors and like made sure that they were doing what they needed to do yeah. in order to save people's lives. Exactly. Um, but they loved her. But she retired when uh, my parents moved to Hawaii. <gasps> Um, poor baby, I know. I know. Who <laughs> retires totally, to Hawaii? Wow. She totally deserves it. And um, now she's just like living the dream, the retired life. And um, luckily she's out and about and she'll have um, lunches with her friends who are also now starting to trickle in the retirement life. So she'll tell me about all their adventures and they'll go, you know, to Miss two. adventures. <laughs> two to three hour lunches <gasps> it's amazing to hear about them but she's very strong-willed and she does not hold back so if you want an honest opinion go sit with her the, my favorite was um <laughs> as she listens to this i gotta be careful she does listen to this um, and she asks questions too oh, oh. <laughs> um my favorite was when we were trying to take photos during fiesta fiesta and she was she was, oh, she, she was, was hangry. hangry. And I get it. Like, when I'm hangry, I'm just like, get out of my way. And so we're trying to take photos, and, like, the lighting is wrong, and we're not doing it correctly, and we're doing booms. And she's like, you look fine. And I was like, 
Let's get her out of here. And then we lost Rudy for two minutes. Oh, man. We cannot wrangle Rudy in. Like, if we Where leave him alone, go? I don't know. He needs those little things that you put a, a little snap on the toddler yes. when they don't run away. The leash. The leash, yeah. Because <laughs> um, we'll turn around and he'll be gone. That's hilarious. Anyways. Um, and also, she's like one of the classiest ladies that I know. And then the epitome of like juxtaposition is that she lives for a good fart joke <laughs> like the movies that have those yeah kind of like poopy and farty jokes that's she, hilarious like she'll laugh the loudest at oh those my God. i love it so much um i mean i think we we definitely have a like a different relationship but that's just me generally with like mom stuff for most with most of my friends it's like um, my mom's name is technically she will hate that I'm saying her name on the internet. Um, but it's Cirilla. Uh huh. That's um, pretty. She goes by Lila. Uh-huh. I mean, she was. It's a saint name, so she was like on a calendar date. Um, and she's the oldest of eight eight girls, and the fourth oldest of fourteen. So, oh my you know, God. she had a totally different upbringing and she she did grow up in Mexico <clears throat> up until she was 12 and then she moved to the States and um, it, it was just like a really rough transition. It was right in the middle of like, you know, when, when you hear people's parents didn't teach them Spanish because people made fun of them. Mm-hmm. Like she really didn't take English really well because she had hearing issues and, like, people would make fun of how she said stuff. So, she really, like, school was not for her at that point. And, you know, having to feed all those people. It was, like, 14, you know, brothers and sisters. And she was the oldest. Of, well, the oldest girl. The oldest girl. And the third or fourth oldest in line. So, there was three, three boys above her. Um. So, I mean, when eighth grade rolled around, like, they needed to pull her out of school and go work in fields. And so I think it kind of toughened her a lot earlier than most people. Like, think about what were you doing in eighth grade? Like, I could have never left school to go provide. Yeah. So I think that disconnect of, like, not knowing what prom is and not knowing what homecoming is and not knowing, like, the school stuff and, like, was always a little hard for us growing up. I don't think she understood, like, half the stuff that we were doing or really, like, obviously she's trying to you know, feed people mm. <laughs> still, me and my sister. Um, so it's just, it's just a different relationship. But I've always admired that she never let it kind of, she's still going. Like, she's still muckracking just in her own way. Like, she never, you know, there's plenty of ways that she could be taken advantage of as someone who didn't go, didn't finish school, but she got her GED. And then she really taught me to stand up for myself and to, like, be very independent like you know we'd see other people in our family and they were having such hard times with like domestic abuse and all that stuff and she'd be like no, no te dejes mm-hmm. like um you know I'm not raising you like that and so on that end like I respect her to like to like to no end so it's just like uh, we have a fun relationship like I'm first generation immigrant i'm a very strong millennial i text all day if i could and she won't (laughs) she won't pick up the phone um so yeah i mean it's just mom life is hard it is i I gave her i don't think she's filled it out yet or maybe she's she hasn't she's waiting to give it up to me (sighs) but when 
what, like two Christmases ago, I gave her a journal and I was like, I want you to write like everything, just everything that you remember about you. Because we don't really like that's such a good idea, Jess. Well, and you never, you know, you never sit yeah. down and talk about it anymore. Like when I was younger, yeah, but I left home when I was eighteen, and I only see them in holidays. So it's just kind of, you know, I want to hear about it. I want to hear what she grew up with and what her struggles were and all that stuff. I swear to God, I have a corgi here in my eye. <laughs> I'm like winking so much at you right now. Um, but I still haven't gotten it. So yeah, maybe, maybe soon. But we'll see. I think, too, like, good Lord, this is the hardest thing for me to admit. The minute I turned 30, everything she ever said was true. Obviously, because mom's not. Like, all of the advice stuff. Like, not, like, some of the shady stuff she's done. But, like, advice-wise, fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay. Moms will do that to you. Like, now I never fight it anymore. I'm just like, yes, I, I know. Yep. <laughs> And it was, it's just like over the dumbest things, you know, like, or like the smartest things, like the things that I fought with her the most, it was just like, God damn it. Why did I just listen? <laughs> My life would have been so different. Just kidding. No. But she raised a strong willed woman. Just like <laughs> yeah. Seriously. That's too funny. I, I didn't mean, grow up, like, my mom made it very clear when I was growing up that she was not my friend. She was my mom. Yeah. And then probably it wasn't until, uh, maybe like 25, 27, then we could be friends. That's but cool. I always say, like, when everybody's like, oh, your mom's so this, your mom's so that, yeah, she's like that now, no. but she wasn't like that growing up. I mean, she was super strict, and I, I think yeah. it was half coming from my dad and half coming from her. And, you know, you think about the fact that in the Valley, I would I should have been a statistic. I should have been, you know, pregnant, pregnant at 15. Like, most of my cousins... But my mom was like, nope, not going to happen. And mm-hmm. we grew up very separate from all of that family side. I mean, the minute all of my other cousins started popping off babies, it was like, no, <laughs> let's not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What were some of the mom things that you learned from her? The mom things that I learned from her? Um, just to be independent. And to not, to know that you're going to be okay by yourself before you're okay with somebody else. And you have to be, you have to be okay with yourself before you're you're okay with somebody else. Um, and I think that's just because she was, oh, like most people know that my father, my birth father passed away when I was little. So she was a widow at 36 and like sitting here and thinking now that I'm 34 years old, that just blows my mind. Right. I don't even know how to process that. Right. I mean, the thing, too, is being, like, being millennials, we're like, uh, moving apartments, stressed out. My my parents were buying a house at this point, and I'm just like, frick, frick, frick. But obviously, like, and I didn't learn this until just recently, but their first apartment, um, they basically managed the other apartments, and that's how their rent was free. Oh. And because they, she, the people that owned it managed or owned a little retail shop downstairs, so she was the general manager there, and then she would take care of the apartments upstairs with my dad and, like, keep it clean or whatever, um, take out the trash and stuff. And so that's how they were able to, like, penny pinch and put my dad through college and, wow. like, a master's program and then, you know, kid stuff and buy a house. So I'm like, oh, 
You know what I mean? Like you. That's that's budgeting on a whole nother. It level. puts things on per, in perspective when I'm just like, ugh, chairs, like ugh, rugs. Ugh, why are things so expensive? Yeah. And I just don't decorate, so that takes my headache away. <laughs> we'll put stuff up soon enough, but um, yeah, I don't know what I mean. When it comes to having your own kids, I mean, what? That's like scary. I know. I haven't really thought about lessons that I'm going to impart. I mean, my mom has always told me just it's better to be alone. Es mejor mal acompañada. No, no, no. No. Sola que mal mal acompañada. Es mejor estar sola. Sola que mal acompañada. Yes. There you go. You got to just. Yeah. No, she told (laughs) me the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, So when I saw that berry that had a little tile like that, I had to get it because my mom would always tell me that growing up. Yes. But um, that was a valuable lesson um, just because I know I'm going to be okay. Um, And the second one is like she's always told me it was she was very much into like school and getting an education. And she would always say it's not out of your reach as long as you're going to work hard for it. So like to go for what you want you just have to be willing to put the um what is it put it like, the elbow yeah. grease in yeah it's not gonna just show up on your doorstep you have to work yeah i mean with i mean it's mirrored i think and this is probably why we're friends because growing up she was always kind of like i could not get a b um, when I learned about tiger moms, I was like, oh, wait, did I have a tiger mom? What is that? It's like really strict Asian moms. Oh. Um, predominantly Chinese, but like just really, really strict and really like and you have to do a sport and you have to do an instrument and you have to get the best grades. And if not, like what, what happened? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I remember being super resentful when I like had to keep all my A's and Vanessa got a B and I was like, what? You know what I mean? Like So what happened? Nothing. Um, it's a whole other story, you know, but uh, with me it was like it was never not an option to go to college. Like that was mm-hmm. going to happen. Yeah. And they didn't really like show me the way and like in as many words, but it was like you're going to do it. So mm-hmm. look into grants and look into loans and we're going to help you as much as we can. And like when I started screwing up in college and they were like you know, you don't work, just focus on school. And I don't think I would have gotten to where I am now if they hadn't, because I would have just been like, it is hard to be in journalism when you're trying to work full time. And then they ask you to like do deadlines and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. that's why it's such a weird field to get into. And that's why their newsrooms aren't as diverse as they should be. Um, so, and it's funny because when she was growing up, she really wanted to be a reporter. How weird. She used to say, like, what I wanted to do when I was younger. And I'm like, oh, interesting. I don't know. Like, I don't think that I Did had you know that? Like, do you ever she have that in the back? She said much later, but... Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't like she was telling you that as you were growing up. Maybe, like, subconsciously. Uh-huh. But, no. It's... I wanted to be a OBGYN up until freshman year of college you could have been helping people pop out babies yeah i think i probably would still be good at it but organic chemistry is hard oh yeah i um wanted to be an anesthesiologist until i realized i would have to deal with blood i was like you know what i'm sorry what (laughs) (laughs) this was not in the deal as a six-year-old 
I mean, but to go through medical school, obviously. Yeah. But I didn't know that as a six-year-old. I thought I was just going to be an anesthesiologist. And then I was like, Just messing gonna... with knobs. <laughs> that is the scariest <laughs> thing to do. Keeping people asleep but not dead. Nope. Good luck. Um, so, yeah, I just... I'm grateful for the mom that I have because she's sacrificed a lot, especially growing up with, as a single mom, she didn't get married again until I, she didn't get married until I was 18, um, after my dad passed away. So we spent a lot of time. It was just us two. Yeah. Um, and then as I was kind of transitioning from junior to senior year, that's when she met Rudy. And so it kind of put me at ease because I knew that I was okay to go away to school because then I wasn't leaving her by herself. Yeah. Even though I know she would have been just fine. It's just more, I was more comforted, right. I guess. Um, so I don't know. One of my favorite memories though, uh, that I had growing up because she was always working and I was obviously always at school trying to get good grades. Yeah. Um, so on Fridays, Normally, we would have a tradition. It would be like, this is when Blockbuster still existed. So we would go, (laughs) before Netflix came around, um, we would go on Friday to Blockbuster and we'd be able to pick out a movie. And then we would either go to HEB and like get food to do an indoor picnic or we would order pizza. But we would lay out inside, we would lay out a blanket like we were at a park and have an indoor picnic. So that's... that's memory that I still carry with me yeah because we would set it all up and everything super fun it's cool I don't know what's your favorite memory with your mom um that's a tough one uh I don't know she's kind of a goofball too like as much as she's just like bad bitch and like no feelings and stuff like when she's being goofy, she's being goofy. And I remember, <laughs> like, her relationship with her father, I think, was just such a lovely bond. Mm-hmm. I think that might be it. Ooh, I can't talk about grandpas. Nope. Oh, uh, don't. Okay, <laughs> no, Jess, no, I can't no. even. That's, no. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, now with friends who, obviously, you have Chrissy and Christy, who are mm-hmm. who, moms. And I have Sarah and... Oh my god, Katie, who has three, and I have no idea how she does it. And then, like, at least, again, like, when we hang out with some college friends, we're just surrounded by babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're outnumbered, for sure. Um, and I just think, like, I can barely, like, get my shit together sometimes, and they're, like, getting kids to school and stuff. So, I have some, like, deep admiration for that, because it's it takes a lot. It takes a lot of commitment to want to sign up for... 18 years yeah yeah and i'm like but that's love like you are taking care of a human being and keeping it alive and teaching it things it's terrifying (laughs) i kill plants (laughs) i only have to give them water not college tuition (laughs) like i don't know that's scary um yeah kids are kids are interesting they're a whole nother. Plus, I, I always, always worry tell. that like I'll be like I'll get a really bad kid too. I'm like, oh no! Why would you get a bad kid if you know. were a good one? I don't know. If you were a bad kid, then I would worry. Yeah, no, I was fine. <laughs> so, but we never know. This is true, and then it all depends. I would feel like it would all depend on your husband too, because then, or like whoever you choose to have a baby with, because they say that, like, however you were as a kid is gonna you're gonna get it twice over. He was real clumsy. <laughs> 
Like he broke a ton of bones, so that's like worrisome. I worry that we're gonna get like a like a jock, and all, both of us a like boy. no, like a, a jock oh, student, jock. like just being out in sports stuff, and I'm gonna be like, hey, fellow parents, getting sunburned in the soccer game. No, outside. maybe. I mean, whatever. I'll do it. It's fine. Um. So yeah, I mean that that's kind of our mom app. Thank you, mom. This is how I we... always say I have so much admiration also for just any. After I opened the store, I've met so many moms that are either entrepreneurs or working moms. How? And even just like moms that hold the home down, the multitask. I think especially like it's a whole other ecosystem mm-hmm. of like you and you against them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like the struggle, like leaving leaving your work and having to be this other like a different person but the same person at the same time and trying to make it oh no i don't know how they do it but then it's all love and then you see those videos on facebook of the little babies staring at their mother with so much love yeah. <laughs> i think my ovaries just exploded i was just telling someone that i have baby fe- fever so i need to calm down <laughs> yeah i don't think i have baby fever yet i have Wine hiccups. <laughs> um, anywho, tell us about your mom. Yeah. Um, we want to hear all about them. Yeah, cool moms only. No, just kidding. Drink moms too, because hello. Um, and if you're a mom, how do you do it? Yeah. That's my biggest question is how do they get through everything? I don't know. Sheroes, I tell you. They're sheroes. Okay. All right, we're back. <laughs> Again, thank you guys so much for listening. We made it through 10 episodes. That's like I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to order stuff for them if you're not living nearby or, you know, send them a card. Mm-hmm. Whatever counts. What's the... What do you think? Is oh, the- and it's also Mexican Mother's Day on May 10th, so... Oh. Double trouble. Yeah. What do you think is one of the presents that you've given or something that you've done for your mom that you're most proud of? I don't know. We've done a lot of photos for her, which she keeps up. Moms love photos. I know. Yeah. That's a good one. It's like, it's also weird to go back to your like childhood home and see a bunch of like yous everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Moms are the best at doing shrines, though. Yes. They really are. Um, so, yeah. Say hi to your mom. Um, tell us about her. And keep reading. Keep reading. Keep keep listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Tag your friends. Um, and then, yeah. Rate, rate us, us. Rate us. Tell us Subscribe. what we're doing right and wrong. I don't know. And we're available on Apple Podcasts, on Anchor, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. It's very exciting to be on all these platforms. Yeah. Like, I almost I had a giddy moment when I saw that they put the logo up on Apple Podcasts. Finally. I know. <laughs> it's so real. Yes. So, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye, you guys. Bye.